Welcome to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Mullings. I'm an author, speaker, and marketing mentor. I believe in the importance of women of faith in business stepping up and shining in their lane so they can have the impact, influence, and income they were born to make. Join me to hear the stories of powerful women of faith who are using their purpose-driven businesses to make a difference in the world. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I have an amazing guest with me today. Super excited to have Tamika, Tamika Baker with me. She is the co-founder of the Freedom Church of Gwinnett, where she serves as an ordained elder overseeing the Christian formation ministry and the women's ministry. She's also the executive director of the Friendship Center, where she is privileged to work with those on the margins of society. Elder Tamika is passionate about ministry and works diligently in her areas of giftedness to further expand her ministry into the lives of those she encounters in the work in the marketplace. Tamika created Surge Life Coaching. The mission of Surge is to assist women in accessing their inner power to surge into a life of purpose, passion, and more purpose. (laughs) She is a graduate of Florida AMU University, where she received a BS in health information management and McAfee School of Theology, where she received a Master's of Divinity with a focus on pastoral care. She she resides in Lilburn with her husband, Dr. Gregory V. Baker Sr., and their three children, Gregory II, Champ, Kennedy, and Braxton. So glad to have you on the podcast, Tamika. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience? Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I have never done a podcast before. (laughs) So I'm excited to just share um, with the women and and prayerfully just to be a blessing and just an encourager um, to all that, that will listen. Thank you for the opportunity. You are so welcome, and I'm excited to be your first podcast interview. I'm predicting this is going to be one of many as you continue to put your mission and your message out in the marketplace. So I'm excited to be your first podcast interview and for the audience to get to learn a little bit more about you and the work that you do in the world. So as you know, this podcast is all about faith and business. We know that we combined our faith and our business, but each thing is really a journey. We have our business journey. We have our faith journey. So I would love for you to share with the audience a little bit about what your particular business journey looked like. How did you become an entrepreneur and business owner? What was that path like for you? Okay. Um, so, you know, I never, I never thought I'd be a business owner. You know, that just wasn't one of those things that I had in a plan for my life, but we all know that our plans <laughs> mean nothing when compared to what God has planned for us. And so, um, back in 2016, um, my husband and I, we typically, we were really diligent about our, our professional development, even in ministry. And so we, you know, we attend various conferences and different things like that. And so we had gone to a conference in 2016 and we were talking about, you know, what, what the future holds for us, what was next for us. 
And I was I was sitting in in the session of the conference. I'll never forget. And I, I just said, God, you know, what is it? What do I do well? What do you need me to bring into the earth? What what is inside of me that you've placed there for me to share with others in the earth? And I tell you, it was as clear as day. It was like God just really spoke in my spirit that I should start this this business um, around helping women to to first experience um, transformation in their lives um, through teaching, through workshops. But then the second component of what I do is that I I plan these um, retreats for women. And so the goal of the retreat is to help women um, experience luxury uh, because we know that as women, we are caretakers, we nurture, we protect, we provide for so many other people, but we don't take care of ourselves. And so as, as a part of this retreat, the, the goal is for the women to come and to experience as much luxury as possible without them having to lift a finger to do anything. So everything is done well for them. Everything as far as the lodging, as far as uh, what they, they're going to need for the weekend, everything is done for them. And everything is done in style. Everything is done in luxury. And then in that environment, it opens the door for women to fully just kind of t- let go everything that they have at home to kind of forget about what the kids need or what the spouse need or maybe what they need to do on their job. It just opens the door of creativity in their hearts and their minds so that they can really spend time with God first and hear from God. And then also to, to, to think about creatively, you know, what is their passion? What has God placed into your heart? What is your purpose? You know, what, what is it that, that God wants to see you do in the earth? And so being away in that environment allows women the opportunity to truly hear from God. And so I have been doing that, um, not as a business, but as a ministry, uh, before 2016, I started doing it as a ministry. And in that moment, I heard God say, this is what I need you to do. This is this is what I need you to provide for for women. And so that's how the journey began in 2016. It started with the retreats. It started with the opportunity. And then in 2020, um, when, when the pandemic hit, um, God just said, okay, I need you to get trained. I need you to learn how to support women um, through the coaching avenue. And so I went through and I did a coaching training and it was about six months long. And so I, I went through that whole thing and realized that, oh, this is so powerful. Um, you know, we I can use my voice. I can use these techniques to be a blessing to women. And so that that's how my journey started. And we're still growing and developing from that point on. Yeah, I love that, Tamika. So many things about your journey I love. First of all, starting with us having our own plan, right? As you said, I did not plan to be a business owner or entrepreneur. That was not in my plan. And so many of us have this vision or a plan in our head of the Mm -hmm. way that we think things should be. But God has another plan, right? Mm -hmm. And it's important for us to be in tune with God's plan. And for you, you really got in tune with God's plan when you attended that personal development conference. You heard loud and clear at the conference this is what I have for you this is the assignment I have for you in the marketplace and you know we can always talk about retreats Tamika and I are both on the same page with retreats I love retreats and I really feel the concept of retreating getting away from everyday life to hear from God to really be still is so important for women of faith in business to have that retreat element and to know that God gave you the assignment of creating these amazing retreats and escape for women and they need that opportunity to really communion and 
seek God, you know, and to fellowship and to just be out of their natural environment and to have everything done for them and not only done, but done in luxury and style. So I love that part of your, your assignments in knowing that you're assigned to, to help women with retreats. And then hearing from God in 2020, I think all of us experienced major impacts, pivots, changes in 2020, and clearly hearing from God in 2020 about the coaching aspect of your business and going back to learn, you know, how to coach women, not just offer them a sacred space in the retreat, but up-leveling to the whole coaching and helping them overall um, through that coaching element. So I love so many aspects of your journey. And it's an awesome reminder of us that, you know, our plan may be there, but God has another plan and God's plan is always awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So what has your faith journey been, a, been like? So a lot of us come to believe to become believers of Jesus Christ in different ways. So it's always intriguing and exciting to me to hear what everyone's journey has been like. How did you become a believer? What has that journey looked like for you? So, you know, I am such a proponent of uh, communities of faith, mm -hmm. um, supporting not only their, their church communities within the walls of the church, but also their neighborhood, you know, the children in their neighborhood. So as a little girl, um, my mom was a single mom. She worked um, a lot. Um, my grandmother was also my caregiver. She worked a lot. And I had friends in the neighborhood. And my friends invited me to church with them. And so I started going to church uh, with my friends. And that was my introduction. Um, as a very, very young child, um, it was through through spending time with my friends at, in their Sunday school classes at church with them. That was my introduction to faith. And I can remember um, just wanting to go and just 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 feeling this this sense of peace uh, when I went and just just having such a good time to the point where I, I can remember being maybe six, seven, eight years old, very young, getting myself up in the morning, getting myself dressed and being ready for church because I wanted to be there. You know, I just felt so drawn to, to, to the presence of God in the worship space. And so that basically just continued throughout um throughout my life. And, you know, I, I was always connected to, to church that way. Um, when I went to college, I, I started feeling a stronger urge to be more connected, to be more grounded in my faith. And so I started reading my Bible more, started getting more intentional, uh, started, you know, making sure what I was listening to was aligning with my faith, all of those things. Um, it, it's just, it, it was, you know, it's intuitive, but it was, it was God's call, you know, it was God's pull. And I believe that God is, is always pulling and always calling us to him. And so, um, starting at a very young child at a very young age, God started pulling me nearer. And so, um, it was also at that time in college when I met my husband and my husband is a church guy, of course. Um, and so we started going to church together and we started going in our faith together and we got together and got married. And, you know, now I realize that God was, was drawing me so young because God needed me to be involved in ministry. And so um, that that's basically how the journey started. And we've been moving forward step by step, <laughs> taking big leaps. <laughs> it seems like, you know, from that point on, I never thought that I would be um, an ordained minister. Um, I, you know, I, I, my plan, again, was just to support my husband in his ministry. But God definitely said differently. Um, it's one of those things where you should never say never. Uh, when my husband was in seminary. I said, oh, I, there's absolutely no way. <laughs> there's no way 
that I could ever be in seminary. It just seemed to be just way over the top, way too much, way over my head. I just thought that there's no way. And then that was 2016. Lo and behold, in 20, no, I'm sorry, not 2006. In 2014, there I was in seminary myself. And so God has just been pulling me along this whole way. Um, And I've always been like ready to go, but God continues to call. And so right now I'm so thankful that that God did did call. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. So many good things about your journey. A lot of times people start off with um, getting to know God through family, right? You know, through members of your family and to know that there's power in friendship, right? Your friends, even at a young age, can have such an influence over you. And that uh, connection, I, I, I would say that's a divine connection, that divine right. connection that God gave you with that friend that motivated you and encouraged you to attend church. And then once you started to attend, you realized that you had that peace, you know, you had that peace when you were there and that pull to continue to seek him. And that continued throughout into college, that pull and then even going deeper because there's levels to it, right? The Bible yeah. even says that you can't keep um, drinking milk, right? You have to grow and evolve in your level of spirituality. So when you reach college, that pull was even stronger to go deeper. And God provided you a godly man, right? And it's amazing how his plan is, like you said, you never realized that you were being called to ministry. And that was why it was so important at such a young age to be involved in the church, to connect, have relationship, because ultimately you were going to be in ministry, even though you didn't think you were going to be in ministry. And I love when we say, oh, no, never, right? God has a sense of humor. When we say, oh, never, that would never be me. How many fast forward and here you are, ordained minister, right? So it's amazing how God works. It really is. So we know from scripture that God likes to do things very different than the world, the world's way of doing things. In what ways has God told you to do things differently? What what did that look like for your business or compared to your industry? So what things come up that you've realized, wow, God really told me to do that differently. It's not like how anyone else is doing it. It's not mm-hmm. like how my industry is even doing it. Is there anything in particular that comes to mind when you think about God really telling you, this is how I want you to do it. It may not look like how the world does it, but this is how I'm telling you to do it. Yeah. Well- things you know it's, it's interesting how God places things in your heart and sometimes God places attention there and you don't quite understand what the tension is about or how to articulate it um you know when I first started my my business there you know there's all kinds of influences out there there's all kinds of people to to help you and to talk about you know this is what you should do this is how you should market this is how you should you know get followers this is how you should do this and none of that really resonated with me. None of it really sat well in my spirit. And so, but, you know, I did, didn't really understand exactly what was going on. So I would try to do some of those things and try to, to put some things in place that, you know, the, the people who were successful in their businesses were doing and none of it never really worked for me. And so what I realized is that one of the things that God has called me to be is authentic. Um, and not, not to say that anybody else is not authentic. It's just what, what other people are doing is just not me. And so what, what I had to realize in my business is that I have to do things that align with who I am and with the values that I uphold. And so, you know, 
the, you know, the whole polished branding, all of that thing, you know, that's really popular right now. And I get it. And I agree that we should have some, some level of that. However, I, I want my personality to show forth. I want the things that I bring to the table uh, that may not look like what the other person brings to the table. I want those things to show forth. And so I just do that by just letting my authentic voice um, shine through, sharing uh, real stories, real triumphs, real real disappointments, real setbacks with people. And then also using my creativity. Um, that's another one of my core values, being able to freely be creative in what I do. And, it, you know, it may not, it may not work, but, you know, it, it it's going to reach the person that it's supposed to reach. And so I truly believe that God is telling me that there's a certain level. Um, there's, there are certain people that he's called me to reach and to be okay, to accept that and not try to reach outside of what's not mine. Yeah, that's such a great example. I talk about that all the time about, you know, in a lot of times in the world, we're taught to follow the expert, follow the guru, you know, whatever it is that they did to make them successful, just do these steps and you'll be successful too. But what you talked about was authenticity. God has created each one of us uniquely, and he actually has given us each one of us unique assignments, right? So if we're following this guru and expert and doing all the things that they're doing, but that was for their assignment. That was what they were supposed to do in the marketplace, not what you were supposed to do in the marketplace. So I think that's such a great example about not doing things the way that the world or in this case, an expert or guru is 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 telling you to do it. But really just to be authentic, show up authentically you how God has designed you, how God has created you. And people will see that. Right. People will see that you're showing up in that authentic way and will resonate with you and resonate with your message. So that's so important. And I'm glad that you brought that up as an example um, of how God is telling you to do things differently, right? Because it's so important for us to lean into that, really lean into that. So how would you describe the power of faith? This is one of the key questions that I ask on the podcast, because this podcast is about faith and business. What would be um, your definition of the power of faith? Mm. The power of faith, for me, faith is what keeps me going. I think the power of faith is, is, is seen most in those times where, you know, things are not going the way you want them to go. Um, you feel like, you know, people may not quite understand where you're trying to go. Uh, you, may, you may be alone, you know, or you may feel like you're alone. But when you have faith, faith helps you to keep going, even in those times where you may feel like you're alone, you may feel like um, no one quite gets it, or you may not even get it yourself. You know, you may not even quite know what you're doing. You know, you may feel like you're just kind of flying by the seat of your pants. You might not, you know, quite have a, a clear plan, but faith says, I know what God has placed inside of me. You know, I know what I heard in my spirit from God. And so because of my faith, I'm going to keep going, even if mm. it doesn't look right. You know, even if I can't mm -hmm. see it, you know, I'm going to keep going. And so I think that's the power that faith has. It, it allows us to continue um, in the meantime. It allows us to continue when we can't quite see our way through. It gives us what we need to keep moving. 
Yeah, I love that. The power to keep moving, no matter what it looks like in the natural. Right. <laughs> you know, if it looks like it's not, it's impossible, it's never happening, all these things. That power of faith is the ability to, to just keep moving, keep moving in it all. So I love that definition of the power of faith. So how would you define the power of business? What would be your definition of the power of business? Oh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Power of business. I think for us, especially when we think about women in faith, I think it is very important for us to harness the power of business. Um, Sometimes we kind of tend to shy away. And I I went through that experience as well. You know, we, we don't quite know if faith and business can work together. We don't quite know like what that should look like and how we should do that. But I think that we have we have influence. You know, God has given us as people of faith, God has given us influence. God has given us authority. And so we use that influence and that authority to be a blessing in in business. Right. We use business. um, For example, if you would take my coaching, um, my coaching is a business, but it has the power to change lives. It has the power to help women recognize what they have inside of themselves so that they can create a life of purpose so that they can create a life that that's full of passion. And so I think when we talk about the power of business, I think we, it's all about using business to, to further expand the kingdom and to expand, um, expand what God wants us to do in the earth. Yeah, I love that. Expanding the kingdom and expanding what God desires for us to do on the earth. That is the package of our business. So we're packaged in this this business, this entity, and that is actually expanding the kingdom and doing what God desires to do in the in the earth in this package of our business. Love, love, love that definition of the power of business. One thing I always like to also um, hear from my guests is what made you decide to combine your faith and your business? You know, we can believe, be believers in the marketplace and not necessarily express it on our business platform. In fact, some people shy away from it, right? They say that faith is not supposed to be um, uh, connected to your business. Um, it's supposed to be two separate things. Um, but I always like to interview women who have made the conscious decision to combine the two right, to combine it and to openly talk about it on their business platform. So what did that look like for you? Was that something easy for you to do? Was it a hard decision? Why did you decide I'm going to combine my faith in business and be open about my faith on my business platform? It wasn't, it wasn't an easy decision. Um, I struggled with it for a while. Um, I even kind of started in the beginning, not so much combining my faith with my business, but you know, again, it goes back to that core value of authenticity. You know, there's absolutely no way that I could be a woman of faith, a Christian, and not share my faith at some point in my business. And what I found in the beginning was that things were not going well, because I was trying to fragment myself. I was trying to create this self for business, and then this self for my faith. And that's just, that doesn't worry. We're whole individuals. We, we, we encompass all of us. So that would just be like being, you know, uh, if I had, let's just say if I was an introvert and I felt like I needed to be an extrovert for, for my business, that wouldn't work because that's not who I am. And so as I started to really kind of think about my business and what I was trying to do and to think about how, 
how it's, it, you know, when you're not being authentic to yourself, things just don't flow well. And so what, where the flow was, was getting stopped up was where I wasn't sharing the, the fullness of my faith. And so I, once I started doing that, then it became easier and it, everything started flowing a little bit easier. And I wasn't, I didn't feel so um, disconnected from the work that I was doing. Yeah, that's great because the difference between being fragmented and whole, when you're showing up fragmented, you're kind of scattered, you're not connected, you're all over the place, you're not getting the results. But when you show up wholly and fully yourself, authentic, as you said, that's when it's ease and flow, ease and flow. So God desires us to show up in the marketplace authentic, how he designed us to be based on the assignment he has given us in the marketplace. So I love that that was a part of your decision as to why you wanted to be open and honest about your faith on your business platform. So this has been a really great discussion. I've loved our conversation all about faith and business. If someone wanted to learn a little bit more about you, the work that you do, whether it's your retreats, whether it's your coaching programs, what would be the best way for them to connect with you? So I am on social media, um, mainly Facebook and Instagram. Um, You can find me on Facebook at Surge um, Life Coaching. I have a Facebook group. It's called um, Surge um, Leading Ladies um, into Purpose, Power, and Passion. And then I am on Instagram at Surge underscore Life Coaching. Definitely be sure to check out Tamika on Surge on social media and all the platforms that she mentioned. Connect with her. Connect with the amazing work that she is doing in the world. Thank you so much, Tamika, for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. This is wonderful. God bless you. And I pray that all of the other guests will be, will go well and everything will, will, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I hope this episode has not just given you information you can use, but was insightful and inspirational. Wherever you are listening, be sure to subscribe to get the next episode or go to womenfaithandbusiness.com to join our email list. Plus, if you would like to discover three powerful ways to attract the people you are called to serve in the marketplace so you can make the impact, influence, and income you were born to make, be sure to text POWERFUL to 404-982-4736. That's 404-982-4736. Four seven three six.